0: Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that, check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well. As SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints, they offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SIDesign and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie and booze. We also talk wrestling. And so much more, and you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. We hit week ten of the high school football season. That means we're one game or one game away from the playoffs. Almost said one game away from state. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett Grant Goodwin here, sideline to sideline. The 4A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing right here on L4 Media. And we're going to do what we always do. We're going to talk a little 4A football. How you doing,
1: buddy? Doing
0: great, man. Happy Almost Halloween. Almost to the
1: playoffs. Almost yes. to the playoffs. Happy Halloween. Where's uh, my dalmation? I think stuff. you. You threw it over there. I have not touched your down at Dalmatian, you threw it over there. why would I throw it over there? Because you weren't dressing up to something, and I was.
0: You... Where did you get that, by the way? You, you popped around noon at work showing pictures of your outfit. Where did you steal that from? Is there a little kid who's missing his Dalmatian, Dalmatian bow ties? Yeah, his bow tie. And ears and a tail. Why does it have a bow tie, though? I'm still confused about know. that.
1: I don't know. It's
0: the spot. You know what else confuses me? Coach X. He'll be here on the show as always. Uh, do you want to give a programming note next week? If this is the first time you've listened to us uh, for a season, welcome. Uh, our playoff shows are a little different. Uh, We don't really review. We won't review anything from week 10 other than maybe a key stat for one of the games that we're talking about uh, because we pick every playoff game uh, and we're not going to talk every playoff game, but we're going to talk a couple of key playoff games per region, but we will. And coach X will write in something. We'll figure that out. Uh, But anyway, Let's start where we always start, and that's by looking back at the week that was, including a game that we went to and, and had a really good trip. Uh, yeah. We go to we go out to Carthage to see Carthage versus Van.
1: I won big money at the boats. You won one hundred. dollars You tried dollars. to walk the dinner ticket. <laughs> you didn't the boats. I didn't either. I we, were the, we were gonna eat. We were gonna eat at the, paid the bill. We
0: were gonna eat at the general store uh, outside of Mooring'sport, but we decided to go all the way into Shreveport. I haven't been there since the last time I think we went to the boat. Well, we went through going to New Orleans, but not like been there. Uh, but we go to the uh, boats, uh, and we end up having a really nice steak dinner at a, just a Smoky Joe's or something. It wasn't anything mm-hmm. special, but it was nice. But so she hands me the receipt with a tip line mm-hmm. and my card. And so, I'm like, you. We both were like, man. She ran I think that. She
1: handed you the
0: ticket. We thought, no. She she picked up the card and then put it back down. But we both looked at each other. It's like, wow, that she she was really quick to take that. Yeah, yeah. We, we were like, man, that's really quick. That's awesome. So we leave. We're walking back towards the the casino part, and this guy chases us down. Security guard,
1: which I, I almost you remember, I almost because he was tapping us on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know how like violent are you about to run i was about (laughs) never thought that but okay (laughs) what this doesn't look intimidating to you because i was about to body slam the guy i love that the fact though that
0: (laughs) (laughs) the funniest thing i think he's trying to make us feel better because
1: he's like man y'all were quick no no we weren't we were walking at a very slow yeah i ran a sixteen six hundred, <laughs> sir in high school 16, that's not quick that's fast that was bad that was the 75th best run in the <laughs> dallas county that
0: year um but anyway uh yeah we played that and then we went out to uh Carthage. So we went
1: back and paid the bill pa- oh yeah sure whatever <laughs> i don't want to show my face though just in case for other reasons um uh, but do you we- think there's anybody from louisiana Watching or yes. listening,
0: yes, I actually know that there is some of my family listens So,
1: oh, well, are they watching your grandmother? And that doesn't count. Well, they're all dead, so if they're watching, Why that's are you amazing. Chewing gum,
0: no, it's a pouch. Okay, all right, Just sure. I, I don't always put it Okay, in no, between. I thought you were chewing gum. Hmm. That's gross, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so let's talk about the game. Uh, we get there first off, it was a good crowd. This is um, a great crowd, I especially forget. On the
1: Carthage side, man.
0: I forget just how nice the stadium is, and oh, just it's great. nothing like it's nothing fancy, but it, it's a great 4A stadium. The video boards about it, yeah. The best video you're board is awesome, in a. And, and boy, they have got that thing sponsored up, but not to where you feel like it's overbearing, but it's impressive. To, I mean, they literally yeah. had a sponsor for every segment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's what you expect when you go into a football factory, and, and the game kind of went exactly how I thought. I thought it would.
1: I think you thought it would too van was scrappy van was tough van you look at van and you didn't think when you looked at van although they had some dudes on that offensive line yeah they're big they are huge on that offensive line that carthage defensive line was a little undersized compared to that uh, van offensive line but i think when carthage gets up around other teams are going to be just monstrous. Yeah. And, but and, at times they own that van offensive line. Yeah. And let me,
0: so I, I misspoke. I said two uh, juniors, two, three sophomores on the offensive line. It's two seniors, three juniors. But I still make my point about Carthage this year. I'm not saying their line is small by any stretch. No, they're not. They're not as beefy as they've been in the
1: past. That's not a bad thing, a good thing. It's just a thing. But they're as good. You Uh, can see them being as good once they develop. And every week, I think this cartridge line on both sides of the ball is going to get even better, which is what's scary. That's what I don't know what it is he does. We can talk about game
0: adjustments. We can talk about them just having go daddies, whatever. But there is something in whatever Scott Surratt does, getting his team to peak at the right time. Because let's remember, the two times that they have been beating the playoffs the last few years, it's been... Upsets, and it's been one of the teams one state. And I think Liberty Hill did they make it to state that year and then get beat? Or they might have got to beat their last round. But it took it took Herculean efforts. Yeah, this Carthage team just
1: knows how to ramp up. Well, it's because they're so good in the trenches, yes. and they got dudes on the outside. But the dudes on the outside and the quarterbacks... I rely on the, the like trenches. A, yeah, and the jetserats of the world do not make a living without really good line play. Yeah. And again. Once again, you see the best line play that I've seen in Class 4A, and I, you know, I saw Silsby a couple of weeks ago, and Silsby's line play is really, really good. Uh, but Carthage is probably the best line play on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, a Carthage Silsby game would be such a toss-up right now. But I'm just saying, uh, fundamentally, Carthage's line play is just it's darn good if i'm not a team
0: named pleasant grove or a team named carthage and i'm in that region watch out for van i think van can beat a gilmer i think van can make and again i don't know the brackets i know i think carthage and part pleasant grove will meet in the third round instead of the region final but other than that round, yes other than that i i don't pay attention to all the seedings until it's all out then i can look at it next week yeah yeah until i can look at it and so Depending on their path, if Van, I could easily see Van playing Carthage or Pleasant Grove in the region final. I, I, I uh,
1: legitimately can see that. it Might be Van and Gilmer playing in that the, third
0: round on the other side. Yeah, yeah, I could see yeah. that, and
1: I, I for think the chance
0: to play the winner of Pleasant Grove Carthage. So it'd be kind of like what we saw Thanksgiving two years
1: ago. I, I will say this: as good as Carthage was, and one of the best four A teams I've seen this year, right? Mm-hmm. And you can agree too. Yeah, yeah. You've seen all all the big heavy hitters. Yeah. Um Carthage Pleasant Grove and Carthage Silsby seems like two games that would push Carthage a little bit more than they've been pushed in a while. I agree. I agree.
0: I'm not as sold hundred percent on the Pleasant Grove side. I think it's a good game. I am but Silsby, I, Sillsby, I, I, I've I seen really Pleasant
1: am. Grove in Person, when you see them in person, you didn't get a chance yeah. to go see them. Oh no, I know. You're right. You're right. I I'm mean, right. dude, they the, these guys are laying in wait. I'm not saying they beat Carthage, but this is not going to be the blowout that it has been. You know, yeah, I do in agree with years, that. I do agree with that. 100%. A few years ago, when we went down, made the trek down to Longview to see them, and just Carthage just wiped the field with them was it Carthage or no, that was That's when mind. Gilmore
0: finally got their revenge game on Pleasant yes, Grove. Yes. That was a good, that was a good,
1: but this, trip. this Carthage team, yeah. is, man, I don't know.
0: Just They're really just good. different. All yeah. right, let's go to Waco Conley beating Madisonville 22 to 16 game was tied 16, 16 with a minute left. Jamarian Vincent hit Jalen Knowles on a 46 yard pass. To get the ball down to the one yard line with one second, you're talking about if somebody was just a tick late spotting the ball and killing the clock, any of that game is over. Sure, it worked, and then they go. uh, Kobe Black runs it in. Uh, Black runs it into the end zone as time expires. You know, Waco from the wild from the Wildcat. Yeah, from the Wildcat. So Conley, you know that they put
1: the ball in your best athlete's hand. Always. And the thing is, Conley's got like four of those.
0: Yeah, and so Conley started the year 3-0. They had a big win against La Vega. They dominated Yo, which at the time felt bigger. Now, not so much. And then they, they hit the really tough spot of their schedule, losing to China Spring by 20, losing to Brownwood by 3, losing to Springtown by 3. Again, that's another one that at the time—
1: Springtown, that's a little— sh- of a head scratcher but right now, downs
0: turn out to be pretty sp- good
1: they have but i don't think they're on the level just yet as brownwood no i agree and then but then they beat gatesville but it's
0: 35 uh, 29 and then they beat madisonville but it's it's 22 16 so i we always say Connolly's one of those enigma teams and i don't think anything has changed about that with, with them or with madisonville i, I can see both of these teams making good runs in the playoffs i could see them both being out by the second round
1: yeah all right, where do you want to go next? Uh, Brownwood, 28, Andrews, 14. Brownwood's quarterback, I call, ran for 181 yards. Levi Pearson ran for 106 yards. Brownwood totaled almost 300 yards of ball, uh, rushing in this ballgame. Yeah, but again, the, the issue with Brownwood is when they when they
0: have, that they're going to have to find somebody else that's other than I call. Uh, Levi Pearson was a good game. But I think they should be able to score more than twenty eight against
1: Andrews. I do too, but and uh, Andrews are starting team, to get healthy. That. They were they were a little banged up. But they've been yeah, a little banged, yeah, banged that's up, right? True. Especially at the uh running back position. Yes. Um, you know, I Bramwell can do only do what they're, you know, gotta do. I I, I think they're gonna be fine, right? So, yeah, yeah I, I think they will be fine oh, i Especially think they're fine in, in, in that first few rounds of the region do yeah. i think they're going to arlington i don't know yeah. but if anybody can take a mike call can do it yeah I, I agree i mean that that dude and the defense the brownwood defense was a lot better than i thought they were going to be when we yes. saw them against uh stevenville i know stevenville started running the ball down their throats but my gosh that brownwood defense has been on the field a long exactly time, exactly. Right? exactly all right uh hershey 42 sweetwater seven Hershey wins their fourth straight district title with this win. The Hershey defense held Sweetwater just 173 yards of total offense. Hershey scored 21 second second uh, second quarter points to pull away in this game.
0: Yeah. Now, you know, give them credit because everybody thought Graham was going to win this district. I still think Graham, if they played again, would be the favorite. Uh, but give the Huskies credit, man. You know, a couple of years ago, they had a really good running back and they did well I think it was 2018. And then last year and, and two years ago, they had a Marion Peterson, the USC uh, guy, Jamarian mm-hmm. Carroll, the SMU guy. And, and it felt like, okay, now they're only going to have five on offense, a few on defense. They're going to take a step back. And they did as far as who they lost to, but, I mean, it was to Brock, it was to Springtown, and it was Decatur. I mean, you can't have three better losses in 4A football than those three teams. And I know right. Brock's 3A, but A, they're going to be 4A Division II next year, and B, they play like a 4A team. Uh, so, I give the Huskies credit. They have done everything they can. They upset Graham. They beat Sweetwater. They do have Midland Greenwood this week. And Midland Greenwood has enough offense to scare anybody, but they can't stop anybody. Right. Hey, here, real quick, not spotlighting the game for next week, but our next segment, but this is fun. Sweetwater and Snyder, winner goes to the playoffs, loser stays home. Ooh. You always got to love
1: those, especially when it's a rivalry game. Sweetwater, very young, especially at the quarterback position, right? Yes freshman i believe um speaking of uh crazy dumas
0: with the field gold as time expires as they upset canyon who would have thought that well and you and i man it's our fault because we literally just like last week was saying hey look this canyon team is built to maybe win this region and they still could be i'm not saying that that's out of the way but man what a crazy crazy time for dumas who feels like they're starting to you know remember they're a young team Feels like they're starting to kind of warm up though, and maybe they're finding things that anything they do in the playoffs this year is gravy. Oh, yeah! But I'm curious to see what they're going to be doing next year now after that win.
1: Yeah, Dumas is a lot like Sweetwater. Sweetwater gets in the playoffs anything in one win, one extra practice is a big thing. Yeah, so a whole week of extra practice, as young as they are.
0: Yeah, and if you if you pull off a win in the first round, you get 10 you know, 10 extra practices, that's pretty good. Yeah, um, Iowa Colony. Uh, is able to outlast Bay City. We talked about this game uh, as on the night Iowa Calling. These Carson White threw for 208 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, they were held to 105 yards rushing, but again, it was the offense. Uh, Adrian Martin four catches, 127 yards and two touchdowns for Bay City. Alec Estrada 265 yards, three touchdowns. But the big thing three interceptions and, and that yeah. really kicked them because i think if, I'm, if i remember correctly iowa quality scored uh 14 points off those that you, you lose by one
1: that's the difference in your oh, game yeah, by far um uh and, and i'll start, uh, i hate to play either of these two in the first round yeah we, we, we've
0: talked about it this whole district has been fun this year and it's also been really up and down like you just don't know who's gonna win on any given it's a week.
1: sign of a good district
0: yeah it really is and it has been for the last two years they hey they man each other up Yep. What do you think about the
1: Paris-Anna game? Oh, man, I'll, I'll tell you this. Look, we know how good Anna is, right? Yeah. I mean, we do. I've seen them on film twice. They only lost to Salina in just a great game in overtime or two overtimes. Uh, I, You know, Anna stops uh, defensively. Anna stops Paris on a two-point conversion to yeah. win. That tells me that Paris is starting to round into form because Anna just didn't get average overnight.
0: You know, you and I have right? talked yeah, and you and I have talked about this. Everybody that we talk to, everybody that has played Paris and beaten Paris, and some of them beat them by two or three touchdowns. Say, look, don't look at that score. Paris yeah. is loaded. They're Absolutely. figuring out their new
1: offense. Their defense is getting better. The defense is what has really come to come around
0: but it's it they still they gave up 30 to sulfur springs and then hold anna
1: to 20 to 21 it's just a it's just a sign of uh the, the wildcats getting better dude yeah
0: and again, I I you definitely don't want to play Anna in the playoffs. I don't know if I want to play Paris in the playoffs. That no. that that for a division one region two with Salina and Anna and now Paris and, and it's Sulfur Springs. I mean Sulfur Springs yeah, is
1: Sulfur Springs is no easy out.
0: Yeah, and Anna's gotta play them this week for the state champion or for the state champ for the district championship. Over your ski. Whoever wins dude. this game wins state. <laughs> uh so I mean we, calling we, it. Yeah, we we don't we don't know how that's gonna end, but I mean, yeah, the, the, a region that's kind of top heavy. All of a sudden, there's finding a little bit of depth, and it might be a fun little playoff run. Uh, Lumberton looks like they're heating up completely as they beat LCM twenty four to
1: seven. Yeah, uh, it started out what zero and three. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. and then yeah, they're starting to wipe. Just they're they're getting on a run, man. Well, it, Lucas Powell. See what he did this week: fourteen to twenty-three for two hundred eighteen yards passing, ran for
0: seventy-seven. If I'm a team, though, I'm more concerned with the fact that all of a sudden it looks like their defense ain't too bad, holding yeah. LCM to seven. You know they held Tatum, and I an know three a Tatum, but last year Tatum and them scored on each other like fifty points. They held Tatum earlier this year to fourteen points. I had asked the guy on Smoky, who's a Lumberton fan, what happened, and he, you know, what happened in the first part of the year, and he sent me a link to. Coach talking last, or two weeks ago now, and he said it, young offensive line, young secondary, just took longer to develop. That happens sometimes. That's why you can't always count out a team just because they start 0-3 in non-district.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, so you talk about that uh, Lumberton defense, but how about a Jaden Ward-type running back that complements Lucas Powell at quarterback? Jaden Ward ran for 169 yards on 24 carries. Yeah, that's Takes today. a lot of pressure off of uh lucas Powell. and
0: puts all the pressure on your opposing defensive coordinators yeah all right that is a oh no Stephenville beat alvarado 34 to 7 that was just a uh, okay alvarado. And that was
1: after an hour delay yes. right I, I believe there was an hour delay i i think stevenville could probably have stretched this but that delay and oh, this stupid why do you make this thing have to be up there because that's Sorry. our company and that's oh that's right never did. mind why don't we have bigger banners um if you're an
0: Alvarado fan and I know part partly it's because you've you're just playing better competition but expo- if you're an alvareto fan if they had injuries on offense because they they all of a sudden just can't score consistently they scored 28 against la vega i know stevenville's defense is good i'm not trying to say but i still want to know because they scored 35 Stephenville's
1: on defense i will say this situationally is one of the best defenses yes. we've seen this year i totally situationally, agree situationally yeah i right? totally agree with if that. you take the totality of the game you're going to move the ball but when they need a stop they get a stop
0: yeah i i totally agree for you Agree with you in that. All right. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to do 4A preview. Last time, we're previewing games for the 2023 season, and Coach checks as always, right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition. Brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high quality studio or action shot and SI design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sportsprint, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in si design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. Peace out. Hey,
1: everybody, Grant Goodwin
0: back here. Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Also brought to you by Small Town Society. You can find them online at shopsmalltownsociety.com. If you're in Franklin, Texas, you can find them at the Messy Nest. Uh, This shirt right here is from them. It's Franklin's Hedrick Field. Uh, We got a couple of great shirts from them. We do appreciate that. They have game day gear, hats and accessory, uh, long sleeve, short sleeve. They have seasonal. They have holiday. They have state of Texas wear. They have it all. So check them out. Shop smalltownsociety.com. And Graham, have you been having a good uh, Halloween so far? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. So what did y'all do at work?
1: Like for Uh, your holiday? Do y'all do anything? anything? Yeah, we got to Should cook up? X go, give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own X gon' deliver to you. Knock knock Open up the door to spill Coach time X time joins
0: us now As Grant long hates long. it when Coach X cuts in front I don't
1: hate it But I just Totally dislike it You what? Nothing Listen God, mm-hmm. go give it to you. <laughs>
0: line
1: up you to get it on your own. kick me right in the balls and to get, get it over balls.
0: with. Please. i Love this, Terrence. How did you make it this far? Oh, this is from Coach X, by the way, a real coach. Terrence, how would you make it this is far? It in though li- a real yeah, coach? I told you his, his punt and gun <laughs> offense. <laughs> and gun. How do you make it this far in life? Oh, that's my favorite. Jr. Punt and gun. You don't know Jr. Jr. was a big part of WWF. So who far, shot him? Not. Jim Ross, not Jr. Ewing. Banner, uh, you know Jr. Ewing's like the first guy on pretty TV that trees, was. You know he was like trees, that's Bob Ross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, but Jr. Ewing was like the first bad guy you actually rooted for on TV. If I think if I remember right, I
1: root for all the bad guys.
0: Um, uh, anyway, if you didn't last week I'd, on Cops, like
1: go faster, one <laughs> get go away. Faster. We've all been in this situation <laughs> before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Taking bets, uh, but anyway, if you weren't, if you didn't listen last week, I I brain farted on Jim Ross, the legendary wrestling announcer, and as Coach X, he's like a puppy with a bone. Once he latches on, what did you say? I just couldn't remember. He's he he said. Were J- you talking R- about
1: paintings too? No, I'm asking, seriously.
0: Hey, Grant, yes, you do sigh when Coach X music comes on, and now we can all see that you eye roll as well. Thank you, Taylor. Taylor Lee is our executive producer and director. Let that be a lesson to all you kids out there. If you're going to deny something, (laughs) don't document it with video. So next time you're committing a misdemeanor or something along those lines, don't film it and keep it off the line or the gram if you prefer. The more you know, Star Wipe, MBC theme. Again, Tyler, if you feel like doing I like to TikTok
1: that. my felonies. <laughs>
0: so China knows. <laughs> now back to Grant Tholomew. I tell you what, you keep up with those type of shenanigans in this show, or it'll become cruel and tragic and not cheeky and fun like it's supposed to be. sean Michaels voice, now hit my music. <laughs> Oh, I don't know why I'm supposed to hit his music. Man. I don't know, but please don't. All right, let's get into it. The last week of football season. Does that season.
1: suck the life force out of you? That that song. It's not Coach X. It's the song. It's it's because. It, it, <laughs> I know I'm, he's going to just line up and put my nuts on a tee and just kick, just kick a 48-yarder. Do the old Johnny Carson swing <laughs> yeah, through. Hi, my, hi. my light little nuts are going to go flying <laughs> left and right. <laughs> Wait, I mean, my heavy wait, nuts. Wait, wait, why <laughs> It's one of those nights. Why do you think they're. Because <laughs> <white? laughs> he. <laughs> that's stupid. Never mind. Go, go. Just go. Let's get into
0: week 10. Let foray the last one. We're going to start in a district that I feel like we've done probably once, one game a week. That's La Vega versus Stephenville. Uh La Vega's offense is outstanding. Bryson Rowland, Javari Thornton. I can't think of the quarterback's name. Their defense is getting a little better. Stephenville, it's like the exact opposite. Their defense is playing hard. Their offense, as they get healthier, is
1: getting a little better. And I hey, think- Ryan Gafford's back from that yes. injury from uh, from the Brownwood game. And I, I'm ta- I'm sorry when you have Ryan Gafford at quarterback and Tate Mariska, uh, or I'm sorry Ryan uh, Gafford at quarterback, Tate Mariska at running back. Yeah, um, and then Tristan Gentry at receiver playing ahead of a really good defense like Stephenville does, has, I'm telling you, it's a recipe just like you saw the Stephenville win against China Spring. You could see a lot more in that playoffs. And all of a sudden, Stephenville now, I'm not saying Arlington, but I'm saying better not sleep on them because I could, if I'm a betting man, I would put some money down on Stephenville getting there. you, You know,
0: I am gonna say this and I would not be mad if this happened, but we might see a rematch that's not two teams in the district, but two blood rivals because Brownwood's sitting in region one and, and I feel that they're gonna have a good little path and I, I still think China Spring has something to say about all this. Well yeah, but that'll be the region final. I, I think uh, I, I oh, you're saying before I'm saying no, I'm saying oh, okay. in the region's in the state semifinals, Brownwood's oh, okay. region one. Uh, Stingville's region too, so they'd meet in the state semifinal. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I could true. see that that's path. True. I could see a path. How would those two teams handle that? I don't know if, if you've ever made it. If y'all both ever played in the playoffs, I don't know if they've played in the playoffs, but that, that that's always added fun. Yeah, Or it's added odd, because it always felt odd when Texas and OU played at Cowboys Stadium a couple years ago in the Big 12 championship game. That felt odd. It didn't yeah. feel like it didn't feel the same as it, it was in the a Red River yeah, it just, rivalry. And right? maybe that happens. But anyway, uh, I like Stephenville in this game. I, I want to see, though, if, if this game becomes – I never thought I would say this. If this game becomes a shootout, it benefits La Vega. So, let's it see. It does.
1: Okay, it would, but I don't think the Stephenville defense is going to allow it to become a shootout. Well, I know, but, I mean, I, let's be fair. La Vega <gasps> scoring on everybody. It's not even they the are. bad
0: teams. They're, they're, they're putting points up on everybody they they put up 49 on china spring they put up 49 on uh, um, alvarado they put up 42
1: on, on Lorena. so i, I right I, now outside of Lorena, i don't see a defense that matches up with stevenville's that those have played Lorena's close but i mean china springs, china springs is close china spring still has a good defense they gave up 40 some odd points to mark to life yeah they beat them 68 52 those happen i mean I, I'm just
0: saying, okay. I, I get your point. I get uh, your point, though. I get your Spring point. Spring given up some points this year. Yeah, no, you're right about that. But
1: I just, I'm not I, I think LaVega's going to be able
0: to score on Stevenville. I don't think they'll score enough, but I don't think Stephenville's holding
1: them to 14 points or anything. No, not 14 points, but I think that the Stephenville defense holds them under 30. I actually, I think that's Stephenville, that's all Stephenville needs to do is I actually, hold somebody that's,
0: that's, to 30. That's crazy you say that. I legitimately, in my mind, have it at like a 45-35 game. So we're mm-hmm. kind of in the same ballpark then. Yeah. That Stevenville wins, but I think yeah. La Vega keeps it close for a long time. All right. I like Stevenville winning too. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. Dude, this district is crazy. About like Coach X at City Limits at a Corey Ma- Corey Morrow Morrow's concert. Like for real, I've been kicked Morrow. Out of- Morrow Morrow. Okay, sorry. Like for real, I've been kicked out of City Limits uh, once, lots of times. <laughs> party at Coach X's house, and then listening to Pat Green and getting kicked out for throwing up on a girl's shoes. Then I woke up under a car, and the party started
1: again. Ah, uh, memories. Give me the yellow jackets. I got uh, almost arrested outside of City Limits one night. Sorry, I was burping there. That's okay. Um, Yeah, a long story. I will always that remember. Was back in my college days when I was at Weatherford College. Yeah,
0: I, I will always remember you be having your car uh, towed at Frisco at a concert and all the drama you had to do with <laughs> all that. You remember that? Yeah, I was parked legally. Yeah, it. that was like a bit like they ended up. I, th- I think that I, I don't know if you're part of it, but I think they some people filed a lawsuit for that night and actually won.
1: Oh, I wonder if I can go back wow. <laughs> 10 years later. Hey, I was there. That was like 20 years ago.
0: Um, well, we were still do- we were doing the shows. So I wasn't quite 20. Oh, okay. Uh, Jasper versus Silsby. You know, you and I have talked about Silsby all year and, and, and how great they are and how hard they've. How well they've played in this very tough district, but mm-hmm. they still got Jasper. And if Silsby's looking past them in any stretch, Jasper's a team that could buy, come up and bite them.
1: They could, no but I'm telling you, Silsby is good enough, man, with Draylon Miller, Ashton Cartwright, Michael Mosier, uh, quarterback. Trey Kibbles is one of the, the unsung heroes of this Silsby offense. Trey Kibbles can just run the ball in your throat and Silsby's defense is very, very good. Look, I know uh Jasper's gonna come at the Silsby defense with Isaiah Coleman at quarterback. Uh Zachelin Hadnott at uh running back and uh Britton Simmons. Ty Anthony Smith at linebacker is gonna be very active, but I think Silsby is so physical on both sides of the ball and they're so athletic on the edges. Yeah. I just haven't unless Silsby just does not show up, I don't see Silsby losing to anybody right now. I mean, I, mean, I, I agree, is, but I think
0: Jasper can beat them. I mean, oh, yeah, well, I think you this know, is a one-possession game. When you
1: get two really good uh, teams against each other, yeah, anybody can yeah. win. But if Silsby plays Silsby's game yeah. and they show up and, and there's no – there's no reason why they wouldn't show up mentally, right? I mean, the last hiccup they had was against Cuero last year. This is a new team this year, and if Silsby plays to their potential, I don't know that anybody beats them. I'm telling you, Silsby is this good. And I don't think enough people are talking about their
0: defense. I mean, this is a defense that – Held West Orange start to six, and I'm not saying West Orange Stark is great, but in comparison, look Jasper what they gave did. Up the 38 Hampshire points. Finette. Yeah, holding them to 21 points. Yeah, well, uh,
1: and not all those 21 like 14 points was were, in, counted. Yeah, seven there was were in a trash. block punt Yeah, for, oh, that's for right. A that's block right. Block kick for a uh, return for six. So, yeah, I mean, this Sealsby, this Sealsby is good all the way around. Do not sleep on Sealsby, because I would be shocked if they weren't playing for a semifinal or a trip to
0: Arlington. So coach X didn't say anything on this one. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think
1: I might've left that one out. On That's me. fine.
0: That's fine. All right. Let's go to uh, a district championship showdown and seven for a division one, by the way, you can hear Matt Diggs and I talk about this game as well. Next uh, Tomorrow we record our seven for a division one show brought to you by granny's bakery uh salina versus frisco panther creek you know i was all and i, I still am heavily salina mm-hmm. but I, I that that danger that that danger field that dallas carter game and, and them getting 399 yards on the ground that gives you a little pause right gives me a little pause but at the end of the day so, for me, I, I've seen Frisco Panther Creek against Carter. I watched them against Wilmer Hutchins, and I saw a little bit of that Pinkston game, and, and they only won by Pinkston by one point. But they they feel like a new program, which they are. They have a lot of good players.
1: Well, it all starts with Braxton Roberts. Yeah, the quarterback. The quarterback. Yeah. I mean, that guy's throwing for over 2,600 yards, got a really good receiver in Christian uh, Trickett, who has, what, 1,140-some-odd 1, yards uh, receiving so this this offense is going to push that Salina defense, which has been pushed by some lesser yeah, teams, but, right? But, but the issue I have with Panther Creek is they just they don't
0: look like a team yet. I don't mean like they're fighting or nothing, but they they look like a year two program that has a lot of talent, mm-hmm. but maybe they only that, got one loss. That oh, I know, I know. Again, solid team, but I mean they they got they beat Pinkston twenty one to twenty, and Pinkston had a Pinkston's a really solid football team. You go look at who they lost to. Still, though, you only beat them 21 20. And at times against that Carter game, Carter had their chance. Carter threw a, a, a touchdown into the end zone at the end of the half that basically killed their, their you know, kind of killed the momentum and Panther Creek mm-hmm. came out in the second half. And again, I'm not saying Panther Creek isn't good, but they just feel like one of those teams that's eight and two. And they're year a year or two early. Yeah, right? they're nine and one and they get right. in the second round and somebody that's maybe not as talented, but has more playoff skins is able to grind well, out that
1: win. That's what it comes down yeah. to, is playoff skins and uh, just flat-out like experience. And Solana has that. And Solana's uh, running back, Harrison Williams, he's a beast. Yeah. I think he'll put a lot of pressure on this Panther Creek uh, defense. Knox Porter, a quarterback, Jacob Henry, and receiver. I, I I think Panther Creek's going to be okay offensively. They'll yeah. be able to move the ball at times. So the Solana defense can step up and make stops when it happens but i just don't know that the panther creek defense uh, is going to be able to hold up to this um uh, salina offense now again though braxton roberts a quarterback is the x factor here and when you got a quarterback like that for panther creek you never know what's going to happen
0: yeah that's exactly right, All right here's what and Coach. so likes.
1: i like salina uh by 10 to 14
0: yeah I- yeah, I'm about there. 10 four. I could see it going okay. 21 to 28, but 10 to 14 feels about right. All right, here's what Coach X has to say. Is this a real place? He's talking about Panther Creek. Would anybody go there? Although I've heard there's a Bear Creek in Bear Creek in Houston somewhere. I think that's right next to Twink Creek. Oh, I get it now. Anyway, Panther Creek. Have you guys ever seen a Panther? Those are relentless perfect killing machines. I've taken a vacation to Wolf Creek before and that turned out okay so I guess Panther Creek could be nice. My wife got us an Airbnb to Crystal Lake owned by Mr.
1: <laughs> Maurice.
0: so I'm looking forward to that uh, Friday the 13th oh, on, on Halloween. Halloween. So, so I'm going forward to that looking forward to that Salina win. So we all three have Salina winning. All right let's go up into East Texas, uh, Kilgore versus Chapel Hill. This is a game that I don't know why. This it, is a scary good game. Yeah, though. and nobody's Hill's, talking
1: about it. Well, because Chapel Hill has kind of a couple times this year split the bit, right? Yeah, I mean, they're still 8-1. and one. They're still 8th in
0: the state. Kilgore's, what, 5th in the state? Kilgore's lost the game. Um, they lost yeah, it in the no weirdest
1: crappy way ever. We're we're looking looking they lost to right?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Gilmer or Carthage. I mean, I'm sorry. They beat Gilmer with a uh, Gilmer had the crappy loss. They lost the Carthage, yeah. which was a good game back and forth all yeah. game in that first uh, game, 30 to 27. Yeah. I, I definitely think that not, not only us, but everybody in the state has kind of just overlooked Kilgore for some reason this year.
1: Yeah. And people are starting to write off Chapel Hill for whatever reason. It seems like, I don't know, I might be wrong, but Chapel Hill, well, Chapel Hill, it just, it, it, it,
0: they lose to Lindell and it, they kind of lose to Lindell how they lost to Bernie and kind of how they lost to Gilmer when Chapel Hill starts turning the ball over, they start pressing. And once they start pressing, right. It's not that they're, they don't score, but they just, they get in their own way at times. And also I think you have to be concerned about that defense Uh, that, you know, having a quarterback in 2023 run for 300 yards, like Clint Thurman did against Chapel Hill where they're literally just running behind their best offensive lineman in case he a hell of a lineman. He's going to play at D one wherever he wants. I think he might be a Baylor commit. I could be wrong on that, but when you're just doing that and you can't stop that, I'm a little concerned about your playoff run.
1: Yeah. I, I still think no matter what happens in this game, Chapel Hill is going to be there close to the end. I agree hundred percent with that. I, 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 I still that. think, look, I think Kilgore is going to frustrate the hell out of this Chapel this Hill a great
0: playoff test offense. before the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think Kilgore just matches up with Chapel Hill, and I think Kilgore will win this game in a close one. But in the end, I think it's okay for Chapel Hill because I think they're playing for a region final after this. But I think Kilgore wins this ball game in a close one.
0: Yeah, I agree. They're going to go up in that first round against the Lumberton District, and Ch- Chapel Hill's better than any of those teams left in that one. Um, even if they're coming out of the third place spot, and if they lose this week, Chapel Hill would be coming out of the third place spot. Uh, but that they're fine with that. I, I I'm still going to go Chapel Hill. But I, I everything you said, I agree is right. I think it's going to be a 42 to 40 type game, and I mm-hmm. think Kilgore is going to run all over Chapel Hill. But I think Chapel Hill will stay as mistake free as they can, and they will end up getting the big win. Let's see what Coach X has to say. Real freaking awesome here, Bulldogs versus Bulldogs. Yawn. Wait. Does one of these teams spell their name dogs, D A W G S? Because that makes it a little better. Wrong again, Terry. Hey, sideline to sideline fans. Terry is one this shirts that say AIDS mascot. I don't know what I'm saying. Is one this shirts that say AIDS mascot. Hey, fucking learn to type. Say that on the phone. Wait, front. did you just say the F word? No, I didn't. I said okay. learn to type.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you said F and learn to type. No, I didn't, but you okay. know what? and learn to type. <laughs> every time say you the, do that, I'm doing the...
0: You're, you just remembered that. He, so for three should show, I grab the bell instead. No, no. For three shows, he's been wanting to ring that tonight, the the clapper we got from Carthage, and he's forgotten every show until right now when we're like six minutes out. All right, Yay. anyway.
1: Carthage. Uh, say that on the front Yay. and the back.
0: Carthage. They say... H hey, I'm reading Coach X. Anyway... For real, imagine telling your kids, hey, guys, we got AIDS this week, but coach, I gave blood this weekend. Well, you're a murderer, Billy. <laughs> now go out there and run some routes while you <laughs> you still can. Hey, are we still talking about football? I don't know. Get old Amanda he Johnson. Get
1: AIDS from Kilgore he, and Chapel Hill. he
0: did the whole AIDS thing as a mascot. I, we all laughed at that last week. And so, again, he's like a puppy with a bone. If he gets any kind of love, he just he just he gonna leave it. it. Yeah. It's Aids mascot for the next two years now. Oh, he's trying to bury his own Anyway, he said, "Give me shovel." <laughs> you know, you can tell it's the last show of the night. All right, let's finish it up in another district that it feels like we've been talking a ton about because I don't know where these teams will end up on the state run. I think one of them has a really deep run, but at the end of the day, it's just been a hell of a fun twelve four A
1: Division one, and that's Needville versus Iowa Colony. Oh yeah. Very fun game. Needville's uh running back, Deshaun Burton's averaging hundred and ninety-one yards a game rushing.
0: Yes. Uh and we we talked about uh you know, we got to see what's his name a few years ago with Neville. That was fun. He went to was it Dartmouth or Brown and they ended up at USC. Yeah. Uh, De- mm-hmm. Deshaun Burton ain't quite as big as he was, but man, what he's doing on the he's ground. Very quick. Yes. But in saying that, man, Iowa Park, dude. Alex, uh, Alex try that's Bay City. Iowa Park. We, we talked about last year, they were two and seven, but they returned to everybody, brand new school. So this feels a little different than Panther Creek. Iowa Colony feels like they have an, an identity. They're mm-hmm. going to be fast, they're going to be physical. They're, they're, they're going to, you know, Jacoby Miles, that were running back, uh, they have a solid offensive line. They feel like they have an identity that I don't think Panther Creek does yet. Maybe that's what I was trying to say. Anyway, what are your thoughts Panther on this? Panther Creek. One? When we're talking Panther Creek, they're both the second, oh, okay. second year you. school. They're both second year schools. Wow. But we're pulling
1: pan- like totally one end of the stick to the well, other. Yeah, no, because you're confusing me. Okay, don't, don't switch. Like, <laughs> don't give me the dead leg. I need like to do like that. play. Calling you gave sh- me the dead leg. Can I, I'm I'm going over here. But you're over there. I specifically
0: said this we is where at Jonathan this is, Brooks. This is why second show, <laughs> third show of the night, he's not listening. I specific- I'm like they're playing Needville. I specifically said. Unlike Panther Creek, that's your connection. Anyway, what are, okay. your, what are your thoughts on this
1: <laughs> I think I would call these physicality wins out over like, – I think Needville can match up offensively yeah. as far as athleticism. You know, we talk about Deshaun Burton, but, you know, Needville's got uh, Kittlin Sweeney at uh, quarterback who's thrown for, what, 940 yards he's and ran enough for to keep thousand, defenses, uh, And he's ran for 1,050, yeah. so he's a dual threat – but I think the Iowa Colony fronts are better. They're fit, more physical up front yeah. on both sides of the ball. And I think uh, Iowa Colony will actually win this one going away. I, I
0: think so, too. Uh, Neville's defense is, is, is the same issue they had when they had made that last run and got beat by Lindell. Um, they just they can't stop good offenses. They haven't all year. Uh, they, they, you know, They've given up 28, 20, 14, 35 in the district. They've given up 35, 13, 42, 28. And calibration game or not, Bay City, they lose to Bay City 50 to 17. And uh, uh, Iowa Colony beat Bay City, what, 28, 27. Yeah. That just kind of tells you, you know, if you're going to calibrate. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. Are people from Iowa still migrating to Texas? My uncle lives in Iowa and sent me a screenshot of the Weather Channel app and it says four, negative forty-five back in February. So I would move to Texas too. <laughs> I will never pick some Yankees from a state that looks like a man, wait, looks like a man's face to beat any Texas team. So give me the want villains in this one.
1: And I believe Iowa people make
0: chili with beans. Yes, they do. Uh that and have you ever had the uh, As we close out, have you ever had Cincinnati chili? Yes. You you know I was going to go there. No, and I will never do that. Have you ever had it on noodles?
1: No, that is It's good. It's actually good. I'm just saying. Take your Yankee stuff and get out of here. My family,
0: well, one side of my family is from Ohio. I've got the problem. Have they they ever had Getta?
1: You ever heard Getta? No, I haven't. It's a Cincinnati, Ohio sausage. Oh, no. It's called
0: Getta. Is it good? i don't know i'm not uh, a yankee I half know. my family's from ohio half my family's from louisiana so i was, that I was behind the aim ball
1: before life ever began. man anyway one line yep your eyes are more cross than mine man <laughs> dude <laughs> anyway that's up, gonna do up. it
0: this is our last regular show regular season show of the year that means next week we start playoffs and boy as you can tell we're punch drunk ready to t- or some of those are other drugs, but anyway, we're ready to talk a little playoff football. You can find us on Facebook, sideline to sideline. You can email us, Grant and Terry at s2s do sport. Find us on Twitter at Grant and Terry. Want to thank our sponsor, SI Design and Printing, Small Town Society, Power Plus Mouthguard, and NETSN. Check out their app. Their app is as good as what Dave Campbell's has. It's just on the region level. You done anything else? I'm good. Man. All right, until next time, see you by district, and I'll see you in Franklin. Right? Yeah, we'll see everybody in Franklin I guess if you're Franklin. We're riding together. Yeah, thankfully, <laughs> I don't have to walk this time. Anyway, until next time, he's Grant. I'm Terry. This is Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition on L4 Me.
1: Hard to make a living out of gas so high.